0: Hello, everyone, welcome back to the legends of Brittany and the chateaus. The next one is the Hennebon and Lagoette. Of the old chateau of Hennebont, where Jean of Montfort breathed his last after escaping from the Louvre of day, only a heap of stones remains. The old fortress of Lagouette is in much the same condition. Nothing of the ancient structure having been conserved save the famous Tour de Elven, considered to be the most beautiful castle keep in all Brittany, which has also a literary distinction, as being the scene of some of the most touching episodes in Octave Huli Romain de Jon Hom Pauvre. I suppose that's some sort of TV series or something. The Chateau Bryant at chateau Briant, which owes its name to the compounding of the word chateau with that of Bryant, the family style of its original lord, the old feudal fortress is now a ruin. But the castle, built by Jean de Lavelle, governor of Brittany, under Francis I, is in good repair, an inscription giving the date of the completion of the new chateau as 15338 is above the portal of the colonnade. There is gruesome legend associated with the old chateau, in which for some time dwelt the unfortunate Françoise Fou, Countess of Chateaubrayen and beloved of Francis I. Tiring of becoming suspicious of a royal lover, she decided to return to her husband, the old Count of Lavelle, the reunion, however, was not productive of happiness, owing to the fear of jealousy in which her elderly husband lived because of the love affair with the king. This jealousy eventually flared into mania when he heard that she had actually visited her former lover in prison after being captured at Pavia. Instantly, he shut his wife up in a darkened and padded cell, and finally had her cut into pieces by two surgeons. So the story goes. Terrified at what he had done, and of the consequences which were sure to follow when the king heard of his savagery, the count fled the country immediately afterwards. The Chateau of Brodenouf, dating from the 12th century, and that of Caraduc are in good repair, but the, late, the latter is ancient only in parts. It shelters two murillos within its walls. The picturesque Chateau of Comburg was in early times a feudal fortress, and in it, René Chateaubriand's infancy was passed. This place may be visited by interesting people that are interested in that stuff, so interested sightseers, for example. People who like to tour and look at the history as well, of course. That's always important. And there, they may view the writing table of the author of La Genie de Christian Cine, and in the bedroom he occupied at Combourg, the bed on which he died in Paris. The Chateau of Vitry is also in a state of preservation, and is considered one of the best specimens of military architecture in the province. Comparatively, near, in the Chateau Rochers, once the home of Midi-Sivine, and in consequence, one of the famous sites of the country, the many letters she dated from this castle paint a vivid and detailed picture of her social life in the 17th century. And fortunately, the atmosphere of the time has been happily retained in the building itself. Another 12th century structure is that of the Chateau Roustaphan near Cumpiel. It was built by Stephen, Count of Penthivry and belonged in the next century to Blanche of Castile, the mother of St. Louis. The ruins now in existence are those of the chateau built in the 15th century and its cylindrical tower, a pinnacle doorway, and the stone mullions of the window still remain fairly intact. The chateau of Curjolet in Concagneau is one which has been saved from decay, restored, of course, by Countess and presented by her to the department. It contains a museum in which are specimens of all the costumes and coifs of Lower Brittany and antiquities of prehistoric and medieval times, which all students of Breton and Celtic law should definitely go and see. So it sounds like there's many interesting things that you can go and visit if you want to, I guess. Um, a lot of them do come under palaces of the past, though. Um, the Chateau of Tourlaville is situated among very beautiful surroundings. It's built in the classic style of Renaissance, with an angular tower. On chimney-piece and fireplace throughout the castle, there are numerous sentimental devices, in which cupids and flaming hearts and torches figure largely, with the occasional accompaniment of verses and mottos of an equally well, amatory nature. These are all 17th century examples and may be taken as expressions of the time. In the boudoir called the Blue Chamber, because of the colour of its draperies and decorations, many coats of arms are emblazoned, but all the greatness to which these testify have become a thing of the past, for the château has now been turned into a farmhouse. The Château of Dinan may also be classed among the palaces of the past, For now, despite the fact that it was built by the Duke of Brittany, the dukes, let's say, plural, it has become a prison. From the tourist as well as the romantic point of view, this is somewhat of a tragedy. The Tower of Coetquen, one of the ancient towers of the city wall, is practically part of the castle and the keep, or Queen Anne's tower, is the most distinctive feature remaining. The keep is of four stories, and is over a hundred feet high. The last story being reached by a spiral staircase, which was once the oratory of the Duchess Anne, is now the guard room. There are still several dungeons, which, well, <laughs> they were originally gruesome, weren't they? Gruesomeness came from them. And that's part's been left sort of untouched. And whose use is bygone days and... As you can well imagine, some things happened down there I I wouldn't like to go into. But they are now untouched, the dungeons there anyway. So that's obviously a good thing. So those are what we would say the Chateaus of Brittany and its many splendors, past palaces that no longer are, I guess, in all their glory. But if you go visit them, <clears throat> you can sort of get a look and a feel of how it might have been back then, which is always very interesting. I I really love history. Anything historical fascinates me so much. So it's nice to hear that there are so many still remaining. Whether they are just ruins or whether they, you know, they are being preserved. I do think it's very important that we try and look after our past. Because it's going to be needed for the future, you know. I I would like to think that it's always going to be there in some way or another. Even if it ends in the ocean, under the ocean, I would like to think it would still be there to rise back up again and, and tell its tale. I could be wrong, you know, but it's very fascinating to me. I, I love all that stuff. Thank you so much for listening to the Chateaus of Brittany and many blessings.